On the air everywhere, this is New England Broadcasting. It is the Ron Van Dam Show. Guess which one I am. <laughs> Stupid. Hey, it's Monday. It's the beginning of the week. Don't, uh, don't make it worse than it is. Seriously. Let's cut it out, will Good enough. Thank you. Thank you. How are you, by the way? How you doing? Welcome to the program. Sit back, relax. I'll take it from here. It's a half an hour of unbridled love comedy and just fantastic stuff. But not in that order. Uh, mm -hmm. I do suggest the children are not in the room or wherever you happen to be in the gymnasium um, in the uh, on the planet, perhaps. Don't let the children on the planet while I'm doing this show. Uh, have them go to the kitchen and bang on some pots and pans or play with their Legos or something. But don't put the Legos in your mouth, my God. How do they get away with that? How do they get away with, with this gigantic company, Legos, these little these little plastic blocks that children can put in their mouth? How did they get away with that? I, I, I thought you weren't supposed to play with toys like that. I thought those things were kind of like banned. Uh, especially in this country where they ban everything. What's going on with that? What well, you, you, Kids can put Legos in their mouth. What, 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 what the hell? How did that become so popular? Anyway. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, whew. Welcome to the show. Uh, yeah, kids uh, should not be in the room. I'm going to talk about subject matter that uh, you may not want your children to hear. I'll give you a moment or two to get them out of the room. I'll count down from 10. By the time I get to zero, the children should not be in the room. If you do have children in the room, if you don't have children in the room, uh, forget it. Here we go. 10, 9, 8. Oh, how's the rest of that go? I think it's 7, then 6. Five, four, three, two, six. Ah, 
I mean, one, zero. Kids out of the room. That's it. All right. Now, here we go. I don't know how you were brought up or if you were brought up at all. Perhaps it was by a pack of wolves. I don't know. Perhaps it was by a couple of nuns, in which case, ooh, your life must be weird. Can you imagine being raised by nuns? <sighs> well, first of all, um, that would be weird. And secondly, that would be weird. Uh, uh. Anyway, uh, here's here's the thing. Uh, when I was raised, uh, my parents didn't curse. I don't think. Here's the thing. I don't know if my parents ever cursed or not because they never, ever, ever did it around me. Ever. When I was growing back, uh, when I was growing back, when I was growing up, ooh, I used the wrong word completely there, didn't I? <laughs> when I was growing back. What? When I was growing up, uh, there were no uh, people on the earth. It was just dinosaurs. When I was growing up, um, people were uh, very conscious of, of their language, their foul language. Uh, yeah, they were. They were very, very proper. People, when people would curse and say a dirty word, they would say after that, pardon my French. I don't know where the hell that phrase came from. What, are the French cursing all the time, but you can't understand it because it's in a different language? The hell does that mean? Pardon my French. It makes no sense. People used to say that because they didn't curse around children. And they didn't curse that much. Uh, my my upbringing had no cursing in it whatsoever. So uh, when I started hearing curse words, they were especially significant to me because I, I didn't grow up with that stuff. And I knew that that meant that you were um, s stupid, basically. People who cursed a lot were like angry, stupid people. I got to tell you, I don't think that's changed much. I, I still think that's the case. The only time I would ever curse is if I hit uh, my thumb with a hammer by mistake. Not on purpose. That's a condition and it's a psychological condition. But uh, if I was banging a nail into a piece of wood, which, by the way, I would never do on purpose. If you ever see me bang a nail into a piece of wood, it's because I can't find a carpenter. Would never do something like that. I would never do something like that. But if I did, and I missed the nail, and I would hit the uh, if I hit the hammer head on my thumb, I might say a curse word, but then I would pardon my French. Sacre bleu. I don't know what that means, but pardon my French. Anyway. I was brought up without any cursing around. So to me, when someone curses, it is a loss of control. It is a loss of mind. Uh, that's what it is. You, we don't curse around children. I mean, some people do because they want to raise their children as natural as possible. And I guess curse words are natural. Uh yeah, I mean, when I was growing up on the radio, on TV, you would never hear the words ass, ever, or crap even was not even acceptable, you know, 
you would never hear ass or asshole. You would never hear that on television ever. Now you can hear the word, you know, now because there's cable, all of a sudden we have the excuse of cable. I can't curse on regular TV. No, this is cable. We, we can say all the dirty words we want. Ooh, freedom. Freedom? Freedom for what? What are you, emancipated now? What the hell are you talking about? Yes, Ron, it's freedom of speech. I can say anything I want. No, you can't. Here's what people don't understand. You can do anything you want as long as it doesn't bother, offend, or disrespect the other person. See, that's where the line should be drawn. That's called a caring society. Oh, that's not very woke. I don't even know what you're talking about now. Stop using words like that. Stop it. You can do anything you want as long as it doesn't hurt the other person. Uh, you must be mindful and respectful. That's what we've lost in this country and probably throughout the world, but especially in this country, is we've lost all meanings and concepts of respect. All of it. And that's when things go haywire. Haywire. So, why do I bring this up? Well, I'll tell you why. There's a new commercial on television. It airs on network television. And there have been an incredible number of complaints, like none before, about this particular commercial. Because it insinuates a curse word for no reason whatsoever, but to stimulate the audience to the point where you will use their services. And that company is Jackson Hewitt. Now, I'm raising my hand. I've heard of Jackson Hewitt. I've never used them. I don't really know what it is. Jackson Hewitt could be the name of a guy that lives down the street. I really don't know. Jackson Hewitt is a tax preparation company very similar to H.R. Block. Uh, They prepare your taxes for you around the time of April, that kind of thing. Jackson Hewitt, they do tax preparation. As a matter of fact, uh, one of the, I think they they say, don't do your taxes this year. And you go, isn't that illegal? No, no, no. We're saying let Jackson Hewitt prepare your taxes. You don't do it. Oh, well, you have to be more specific. So apparently Jackson Hewitt is like hungry for customers all of a sudden. They came up with this particular commercial that I will play right now. Listen very carefully. Now this is radio so you can't see it, which is far, far more impactful. But it's the words that they use uh, and children. Look, if I had a, uh, if I had a five-year-old kid, I would not want them hearing this commercial on television, which they could hear because it's just on regular shows. They're not saying the curse word, but they sure come very close to it and certainly do uh, basically say the curse words. For, for what reason? To stimulate you because you get all giddy when you hear a curse word. You go, ooh, they cursed. Ooh, that's so cool. You get all giddy. Like us. Never mind. All right, here's the commercial. Are you ready for this? Oh, man. This is uh, is crazy. All right. Uh, Jackson Hewitt, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, This uh, commercial, here it goes. This is uh, what actually plays on television and has received 
tons of uh, panning and banning and stuff. Here we go. What the fuck? When every buck matters, it matters who does your taxes. Trust the experts at Jackson Hewitt. You'll get your biggest refund guaranteed or your money back plus $100. Buck yeah. File your taxes today at Jackson Hewitt. If you think that's clever, uh, it's not. It's uh, If you have children who happen to watch this commercial, it's not pleasant. Uh, a parent has a right to... Uh, not have their children listen to this stuff because their children could go around going, "Hey, buck you! Hey, buck yeah! Hey, buck you! Buck you! Don't don't say that." They didn't say anything wrong. That we just changed a letter uh, in the curse word, uh, but we know what it means. So this little kid's going to go to school and go, "Hey, Cindy! Hey, Cindy! Buck you! I want to buck you! You know that's not right." I'm going to play the commercial again. What the fuck? When every buck matters, it matters who does your taxes. Trust the experts at Jackson Hewitt. You'll get your biggest refund guaranteed or your money back plus $100. Buck yeah. File your taxes today at Jackson Hewitt. That's bucked up. That is that's totally bucked up. You might say, Ron, this is uh, like this is uh, this is awful. Uh, how do they get away with it? Cuz they didn't say the curse word itself. So they do get away with it. And uh, have they opened Pandora's box? The box was opened a while ago. Do you remember a, uh, a, a store called uh, Kmart? I think most of us do, even if you're a, a millennial or a pre-millennial or, or a generation uh, P or whatever. It is. Uh, actually, I'm a generation P. I get up like three times a night to pee. I think I'm generation P. Is that right? Is that what they call it? Is that it? Anyway, um, there was a Kmart, very, very popular chain of department stores. Kmart, most people know that. Kmart came out with a commercial. I think it was probably about eight years ago, maybe something around there. And uh, Kmart um, started um, shipping things out. You could could get merchandise shipped to you, very similar to what Walmart does right now. You can get their stuff online. Uh, well, a Kmart got into uh, the, uh, you could buy something and the item could be shipped to your home. This was their commercial. This is about eight years ago. Ship my pants. Right here? Ship my pants, you're kidding. You can ship your pants right here. You hear that? I can ship my pants for free. Wow, I just may ship my pants. Yeah, ship your pants. Billy, you can ship your pants too. I can't wait to ship my pants, Dad. I just shipped my pants, and it's very convenient. Very convenient. I just shipped my drawers. I just shipped my nightie. I just shipped my bed. If you can't find what you're looking for in store, we'll find it at Kmart.com right now and ship it to you for free. Now, that's really what started this. Ship uh, my pants? Yeah. Right here? No. Ship my pants? You're kidding. You can right. ship your pants? All right. All right. right here. Okay. All right. You hear that? All right. I can all right. Ship- all right. Fine. Um, (laughs) that was clever. Um, it was wrong. Children still shouldn't walk around going, Hey, Hey teacher, I shipped my pants. Ah, that's not good for kids to hear. You see, it's not good for maybe on the playboy channel, but, uh, no. Do you let your kids watch the playboy channel watching people buck each other? No, you don't. No, you don't. Why don't you? Because it's not right. 
Well, this isn't right either. Ship my pants is actually humorous. Um, Buck yeah um, is not. Uh, It's not. Um, There's a difference between uh, shipping and bucking. Bucking is the uh, sexual act of uh, organisms uh, (laughs) banging into each other. Uh, Shipping is something that's fairly natural. I, I don't know. It's just, it's just, let's, why don't we just stop doing these commercials and just respect that there might be a large number of people that are trying to raise their children uh, in a proper manner. Well, then don't let their kids watch TV. Oh, that's such a stupid response. That's just stupid. <sighs> so that's where it's at, man. And that's what I'm talking about when I say, yeah, you can do any commercial you want, use any words you want, but um, some people could be really pissed about it. And um, here's the thing. Um, How did that work for Kmart? Kmart, aren't they like bankrupt and closed down? There aren't any Kmarts. Oh, really? Case in point. There are a lot of people that are protesting and complaining about Jackson Hewitt now. And if you think that this uh, increases their business, it's actually going to hurt their business because they didn't think this one through. Clever, my ass. All right. Um, eh, I don't know. You know, whatever. Some of you are going to agree and disagree with me and say, Ron, you know, this is, you can't do this in society. You're going to hurt somebody no matter what you say. Um, not, not in the masses, so to speak. We don't really make jokes about, um, the Holocaust, um, because that would hurt a lot of people. And also, your sales may go down completely. Ask Roseanne about her career. By the way, Roseanne, who was the most disgusting uh, person in the world next to a uh, wallowing pig in mud, she has a comedy special now um, that's appearing, of course, on cable, you know, on Netflix or something. I have no idea where. Um, so we can see this, uh, angry chick who likes to uh, stir things up by being, uh, uh, disgusting is basically, see, I don't like her. I think she's ruined her career for good. She's making a comeback. What after a decade, you gotta be careful kids. You know, you gotta be careful. All right. One more time, because some people are saying, Ron, play those two commercials again. Again, the Jackson Hewitt is a fresh commercial, just came out, and it's playing on regular network television. And Kmart, out of business, uh, almost a decade old, uh, in in this uh, commercial release. So first, Jackson Hewitt, the current commercial that really should be taken off the air. What the buck? When every buck matters, it matters who does your taxes. Trust the experts at Jackson Hewitt. You'll get your biggest refund guaranteed or your money back plus $100. Buck yeah. File your taxes today at Jackson Hewitt.
Ship my pants? Right here? Ship my pants? You're kidding. You can ship your pants right here. You hear that? I can ship my pants for free. Wow. I just may ship my pants. Yeah, ship your pants. Billy, you can ship your pants too. I can't wait to ship my pants, Dad. I just shipped my pants and it's very convenient. Very convenient. I just shipped my drawers. I just shipped my nightie. I just shipped my bed. If you can't find what you're looking for in store, we'll find it at Kmart.com right now and ship it to you for free. Okay. Um, again, ship my pants. Kind of humorous. Um, the buck thing. What the buck? Whatever. Not funny. Just trying to stimulate people by doing stuff. All right, kids. Anyway, uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, my guest will join us right after this. Looking to have a few laughs this weekend? Come to Comedy Night at that bar near your house. Hosted by that local comic who hasn't moved past open mic nights for 20 years. And featuring that guy who told everyone he was moving to Los Angeles to become a famous comic and was back in three months. That girl whose friends all say she's really funny. And your headliner, that guy who was nearly famous until it turned out he liked to send pictures of his penis to strangers. It's a night full of fun and laughs, and it's happening at that bar near your house. Not too far to drive, just a little too far to walk. We'll see you there. Rachel Bellis joins us now. She's Associate Director of Local Affairs for People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals. That's PETA, uh, as you probably know. Thanks for being with us today, Rachel. Well, thanks for having me, Ron. It's a pleasure to be here. This is subject matter that uh, is close to my heart. Um, I think everybody on the planet now has a dog. Of course, that's that's um, not true, but uh, <laughs> it seems like it. Uh, and you know, I I I know a lot of people that work all day, and their dogs are at home in a cage. It is it's a cage. And, and they think that's perfectly fine, and that bothers me, but I don't say anything. Is that what we're talking about today? Well, yes, exactly. <laughs> Imagine being locked in a closet no. for hours on end or overnight, and you don't know what you did or, or why they did this to you, but you would probably feel sad and yes. scared and lonely. And no. this is exactly how dogs feel when they're locked inside of a crate and a crate is really just a convenience tool for humans. And so this is, it's what, that's why it's really important that we give people alternatives to crating and also talk about why crating can be so harmful. You know, it's, it's interesting because there's such a small difference between uh, physically between a crate and a playpen. It depends on how you set it up, how much space you allow. And yet, people don't understand that transition is really simple to make. Uh, what are the differences between a crate and a playpen? Some of the differences are obvious, I suppose. Well, if you leave the door open to the crate mm -hmm. and your dog can come and go as they please, um, that's okay. Uh -huh. But not being locked inside of a crate, it's really solitary confinement yes. and it prevents your dog from engaging in basic activities or it's just a really lonely miserable life and there are plenty of 
things that you can do to um, confine them to a specific space in your house That's right. that gives them more room, that makes them feel like they're in their home, that they're part of the family, but mm. not locking them inside of a cage. I mean, nobody nobody wants to be locked inside of a cage. No, it's basically illegal. <laughs> I mean, if, if it's not a pet, yeah. then it's illegal. Um obviously the reason this is done the most is not while the family is home when they can interact interact with the pet it's when they've left for a period of time during the day and sometimes a very long period of time and that's when they're caged so to speak um what can you you know some animals and some pets my dog loves to go into her her pen by herself because the door is open she feels quite secure in there it's quite comfortable it's her home away from home that's it's her space i don't get into the to the pen or to the i can't i can't fit she likes this but again that's the doors open that's her choice that's very different isn't it it is it is different because she can come and go as she mm -hmm. pleases she's not being locked up somewhere right, right. and it can have some really negative effects and consequences when we are continuously crating our dogs and yeah. they can show signs of um, separation, anxiety, aggression, even depression, hyperactivity. Yeah. If you, you know, walk, going, taking your dog for lots of walks, getting them exercise, giving them interactive toys like mm -hmm. Kongs with peanut butter, yes. dog-proofing your house so that when you are working, if you, you know, and also, you know, if you have a puppy, for example, if you can't get somebody that you trust, like a family member or friend, to uh -huh. come home and walk them, or if you can't get home to walk them, right. you should probably think about getting a dog that's already house-trained because yeah. puppies can't hold Correct. it until they're approximately six months old Correct. anyway. Yeah. But there, there's nothing wrong with, with creating a, a good size pen run for them. Uh, mm -hmm. If you do have to be out for a period of time where they do have space to roam, toys to play with, uh, mm -hmm. it, it, it's all about space, isn't it? It is, and it's about interacting with your dog. And really, dogs are pack animals. They mm -hmm. want to be part of the family. Mm -hmm. And Generally, when you bring a dog into your life, you've thought about the responsibilities of having a dog. Yeah. People are working out of their homes for eight to 10 hours a day. They're crating their dogs, and then they might be crating them at night. And it's just, it's a really sad, it's miserable. And that's not why we have dogs. That's not, you know, who they want to be. They should be part of the family. They should be interacting with us. And we can house-proof our homes, dog-proof our homes so yeah. that when we do leave, they're safe, they're not getting into things that That's they shouldn't right. be, and That's you right. can feel confident leaving them alone. Yeah, I mean, yeah, find a room for them and put them in a giant pen with their toys and comfortable things if this is the route that one must take. Um, unfortunately, the downside is that during the COVID, um, people went out and got pets and uh, mm -hmm. didn't understand how to execute that particular responsibility. And thus, we have to talk about it, unfortunately. 
Right. And we actually, you know, we saw when people started going back to work after mm-hmm. yeah, COVID, yeah. Uh, we saw a lot of shelters that were getting dogs coming back, Yeah, which is also really sad because that's very traumatic for a dog. And obviously we don't want people to keep an animal if they're not going to take care of them. But if you are thinking about bringing an, a companion animal into your life, please do really consider it if you have the uh, funds to pay for the food and the vet bills and everything else. If you have the time to take them for walks, if you can really dedicate a good chunk of your life to this animal that could live for, you know, 15, 16 or more years. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's the flip side of people, uh, usually in rural areas who leave their pets outside all day. Uh, And that's just as bad as far as I'm concerned, because there's no interaction again. Anyway, exactly. Um, there are, I mean, we see, yeah, go on. Mm-hmm. No, 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 I was just going to say, we see a lot of dogs who are chained up or yes, kept chained yes. 24, seven, 365 yes. days a year. And these dogs, they get Absolutely. no socialization. They get no interaction with their, yeah. with their owners. And that's just really sad because you see them decline, um, mentally. And it's just, it's yeah. a very cruel, inhumane way to keep your, keep your dog. And also just crating. I mean, it's just, it's wrong. Don't crate your dog, find other alternatives, Mm -hmm. put up baby gates, take them for walks, give them toys, interact with them. Dogs are amazing, but you know, don't put them in a cage. Absolutely. No question about it. There's a lot to talk about here more than we have time to discuss, but uh, there is a place where people can go to help resolve some of their questions and some of their problems. I mean, raising a puppy is not easy. There's a lot of chewing and stuff going on. I I get it, but there are resolves to it. Where do they go? I would recommend people visit our website, PETA.org. We have a ton of information on house training your puppy mm-hmm. on why crating is bad on alternatives, just mm. everything you want to know about your companion animal. You can find on our website, PETA.org. Excellent. Thank you so much for your time today, Rachel. It's been a pleasure. Well, that'll do it for me today. You've been wonderful as usual. I'll be back again tomorrow with a brand new program. Final thoughts. I have no thoughts whatsoever. I didn't even have an initial thought, to be honest with you. But if I had a final thought, it's, you know, let's not argue as to what is obscene and what isn't, what should be done, what shouldn't, controlling other people's lives and what they say and what they do. Everybody's so sensitive, right? Well, you know what? Yeah, we're all sensitive. If something hits us the wrong way, we're sensitive. And that's where I use that word again. Respect comes in. Think it through first. If someone doesn't like cursing, don't curse around them. Is that going to kill you? Respect. Underlined. Exclamation point. Respect is the answer to everything in society. Have yourselves a wonderful day. I wish you peace. Peace.